You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Tuesday edition of the podcast. Hope you guys' week is off to a fantastic start. A lot to get to ahead on Locked On Cougars today. We created a little bit of a stir on social media yesterday talking about the 1896 Brigham Young Academy program. We'll talk about the 1897 BYA squad. What did they accomplish in the second season following up a championship in their debut? We'll also run down some of the news and notes involving BYU sports. An interesting development with regard to the West Coast Conference with Gonzaga losing out on a recruit that many thought they had the inside track on. We'll talk about that and of course catch you up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan. A huge showdown in baseball tonight at Miller Field between the Utes and the Cougars. We'll preview that ahead on today's show as well. So plenty to get to. Let's get into it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for April 13th, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, a resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports. If you haven't done so already, please leave us a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. We need your guys' five-star ratings as well as your comments about what you like about the podcast in the comments section. It really helps us build our audience. We've got a great audience. There's no doubt about it. We are the best BYU podcast out there, and that's just my in my own humble estimation, maybe not so humble saying that, but nonetheless, you guys and your support of the podcast are what make this venture go round, and your guys' support is much, much appreciated. A lot to get to here on a Tuesday, though, kicking things off, and let's go back to yesterday. Yesterday, we kicked off what I've been calling the 100 seasons of BYU football, counting them down from 1896 to 2020. And when I tweeted out my tweet at Jacob C. Hatch on my personal Twitter account, I did not anticipate the hubbub and the beehive I was stepping into. And beehive, Utah, you get it. That was a pun that was completely unintended. But nonetheless, we'll let it stand. And I tweeted this out, and all of a sudden, I had Utah fans climbing all over my mention saying, well, why doesn't BYU count these in the actual all-time record against Utah? Well, what about this? I thought I was told that they didn't count this. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. I get the Utah fans love to debate the rivalry, and that's not to say that BYU fans don't, because there are plenty of BYU fans who also jumped into the mentions and were going back and forth on this. But man, I had no clue that talking about a program, a team, speaking of Brigham Young Academy, that played, let's correct if the record shows, 125 years ago. Thank you to Blair Red for doing the math for me on that. Blair, a longtime listener and a great supporter of this podcast. We created rivalry talk going back and forth, blue versus red, BYU versus Utah, over a season that was played 125 years ago. That should show you that what I like to say about this rivalry, I know I'm not the first to say this, but it exists in all things. And I mean that sincerely. BYU and Utah, it is one of the best rivalries in the entire country. I have no doubt about that. And it's crazy to think 
that that created the stir that it did. But nonetheless, 1896, Brigham Academy football program created that stir. We did have a little bit of a correction, I guess, uh, from our good friend Duff Tittle. He is one of the uh, sports information directors at BYU. has been with the Y for many, many years. Actually wrote a book that's going to help me beginning when we get to 1922 when the Cougars of Brigham Young University finally debuted. Uh, He wrote a great history on that. He actually tweeted out yesterday talking about BYA's inaugural football game. So talking about this was likely played November 14th, 1896 at Utah, but actually was a loss to the Utes, six to nothing. Game two was played three weeks later, so that would have been in early December on December 5th, which was a win eight to six. There is evidence that BYA, speaking of Brigham Academy, played at least two other games against Salt Lake City High and Fort Douglas in 1896 and claimed a share of the state football title. So that is what the title, the championship that I referenced yesterday, that is what it's in reference to. Apparently, I was off on the games. I was going off the archives that BYU's uh, special collections, the L. Tom Perry special collections have in their collections online, their database that they have. And I, you know what? These early records, they're very, very much incomplete. But Duff, I cannot thank you enough for the help with that. So in 1896, BYU claims a share of the state championship with a one and one overall record against the Utes. And so be it. There we go. Now, Let's get to where it really gets fun. Let's go to 1897. Yes, the very next year, Brigham Young Academy, they claim a state championship or at least a share of a state championship. Well, what did they do for a follow-up to that season? Well, apparently, they won another championship. And I'm going once again off the L. Tom Perry collections. I'm not able to get into the L. Tom Perry special collections currently. Physically, you COVID and you know all that stuff. At some point, I'd like to get down there and do some more research on this if I can find it. But nonetheless, uh, in 1897, BYU, according to what I found online, claimed a second championship. So it's in the second year of its competition, this is coming from the digital collections from the BYU Harold B. Lee Library, said, quote, in its second year of competition, the BYA football team won the championship, although it is not clear what constituted the league. So, they won another championship. I do not have the schedule of what they played in 1897, and if Duff wants to help me out with that, Duff, you know where to find me on social media. I'll be happy to talk about that. But we do know this, and this is going back to 1897 with the University of Utah men's football program. They completed a 1-5 record in 1897, speaking of the Utes, and amidst all that, on their official records, they show two games, a home-and-home series with Brigham Young Academy, one game played at Walker Field in Salt Lake Lake City, Utah. That was a 14-0 victory for the Cougars, followed up two weeks later with a game in Provo at an unknown location. The Cougars won that one 22 to nothing. So BYU in 1897 in at least two games stomped the Utes by a grand total, if my math is right, 36 to nothing. And you know what? If I'm BYU, I'm absolutely claiming a state championship after that. So there you go. 1897. That's what I know about the Cougars. But when you have back-to-back wins, and according to what Duff Tittle is talking about, in the first two years of Brigham Young Academy's first two seasons as a football program, they were three and one all time over the Utes. So obviously to use the expression in this day and age, stop the count. We're stopping it there. We're going to have a winning record against the Utes, speaking of the Cougars, but that is not how it works. But the good news is it appears that in the early days of the Brigham Young Academy football program, they enjoyed a very healthy advantage over the University of Utah. 
We all know the history when it came just over two decades later when the BYU Cougars, the BYU Brigham University football program, began their uh, series against Utah that BYU recognizes as the official start of the series. Well, it did not go so well for the first two decades in that series, but in the early, early days, it looks like the Cougars enjoyed a healthy advantage over the Utes. We will have two more seasons here in the 1890s before we transition to the 1920s, 1922, when the Cougars re debuted as the BYU men's football program. We'll talk about 1898 on tomorrow's podcast and get to 1899 a little bit later on this week. And the thought is I'm probably going to get to 1922, begin that early next week, but maybe we'll get to it late this week. So stay tuned for that. We'll continue to keep you updated. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You guys can stay up to date with everything you need to know about the Cougars when it comes to this podcast or 100 seasons countdown. Plenty to get to on all of those fronts. So maybe Make sure to keep it locked with us here on Locked On Cougars. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll run down some of the news and notes in the sports world around BYU, West Coast Conference, Gonzaga. Plenty to touch on with some different topics there. And then later on, we'll catch you up on everything you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Tuesday. A big showdown for the Swingin' Cougs, the, what do we call them, the Pingin' Cougs? I don't know, the Batcats. That's what it is, the Batcats. BYU men's baseball in action tonight against the University of Utah. We'll get to that a little bit later on on today's podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at rockauto.com, folks. And we're going to bring Rock Auto to life for you guys in an audio format. How am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to tell you about my drive to work just yesterday. I got in my car on a Monday morning, and of course, many of you know what I do for a job. I work for the Zone Sports Network, and I do their morning drive radio show. I'm their producer. I'm the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning, a job that I absolutely love. Don't plan on ever leaving it, in all honesty. I just absolutely enjoy every minute of it. But as I got in my car, and I was pulling out of my uh, neighborhood, all of a sudden, my left blinker started blinking double time, and that's usually an indication that your blinker is either malfunctioning or out. Well, I dealt with it. I got to work, hopped out of my car, turned the blinker on, and lo and behold, my left blinker light is out. It is not functioning. So, guess where I'm going to buy a new blinker light? You heard that right, rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years, folks. Go to rockauto.com to shop for all the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers for your specific vehicle. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, which I need, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver like me, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. I can tell you this much, I've already ordered my part and I cannot wait to get it and get it re installed on my daily driver. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts as you would at a chain store or at a dealership, guys? Check them out. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you guys amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out now at rockauto.com. Com. All right, my friends, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes and be up to speed with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, running around the sports world, some of the news and notes involving BYU. Let's start off with West Coast Conference men's basketball and an interesting development here. I have always been one that believes 
believes that Gonzaga, when they lock in on a guy, especially recently, they usually get them more often than not. But coveted five-star transfer Walker Kessler announced yesterday that he is headed to Auburn after one season at North Carolina. The seven-footer was a five-star prospect and the number 22 overall prospect in the class of 2020, according to 24-7 Sports. Uh, he obviously uh, did not have the greatest season in his first year for UNC. Well, he decided to move on, transferring out of the program, and there were many, many people out there who thought that Gonzaga had the inside track at landing Kessler. Well, Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers decided to keep him in the Deep South, and he will be headed to the Plains to play for the Auburn Tigers. So, interesting to see, uh, actually, a little bit of a loss for Gonzaga. I do wonder where they'll turn now, because they obviously are looking for sides on the interior, and I can tell you this much, Walker Kessler is all of seven feet. He is a big, big basketball player, and I mean that literally in every sense of the word. Seven feet tall, good frame on him, and he is headed to play for War Eagle down there in Auburn. So a little bit of a loss for the Gonzaga men's basketball program. They are still in the running for Chet Holmgren and thought to be the favorite to land the top overall prospect in this year's recruiting class. I'll just put it this way. Gonzaga ain't going to be hurting for talent, folks. They have absolutely reloaded, or they will be reloading. They have guys headed to the NBA draft. Guys like Joel Ayayi are headed out, but they're going to bring in many, many talented players, and that's going to be interesting a part about this is to see how they reload and how good they look. If you have a guy like Chet Holmgren playing for you if at Gonzaga, you're going to be another one of the favorites, maybe the odds-on favorite to win the national title during next season, but we'll have to wait and see and make sure that Penn makes paper with regards to Holmgren going to Gonzaga, but this is a loss. Walker Kessler, the seven-footer, headed to Auburn rather than the Spokane and Mark Fuse program. One other note for you guys here and other news, the NCAA Council, and this is a report from Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports, and the quote is, quote, the NCAA Council this week is expected to send an end date of June 1st for the long-standing recruiting dead period that comes from multiple sources told CBS Sports, according to Dodd. The dead period, continuing on here, quote, the dead period was imposed in March 2020 after COVID-19 shut down college sports. It has been extended eight times over the past years. The global pandemic raged the last time in February with widespread distribution of the coronavirus vaccine. It has become an easier thing to envision more in-person contact, including football camps and official visits beginning in June. For more than a year, college football coaches have been able to do little more in recruiting than hold Zoom calls with prospects. And that's truly the thing. They've been making phone calls and doing Zoom calls, and that's about it. So BYU, get ready. They're going to have their summer camps for prospects. They're going to be able to go and catch up with guys, have official visits at BYU. Who knows how that's going to look in midst of all of the COVID-19 things still going on. There's still going to be county regulations, health department regulations you're going to have to navigate, guys traveling from out of state. There are so many things still to be determined with this, but the good news is it appears that the finish line or the end date is in sight for that recruiting dead period. I can tell you this much, and this is conversations with more than just BYU personnel. This is with other college coaches around this state. They are absolutely chomping at the bit to get out on the road and recruit, have camps, have prospects on campus, get a look at them in person, be able just really to see guys and learn more about them in this year's recruiting class. It's a critical, critical evaluation period. These coaches, like I said, like uh, Dennis Dodd said, and I am adding to it, they have not been able to do anything other than watch film, and it's been very, very tough for them to really keep up to speed and really make an evaluation that they believe in when it comes to watching Huddle 
total highlights and the like. So we'll have to wait and see if that ultimately comes to fruition. But Dennis Dodd is one of the most well-respected writers in the college football sphere. He's one of my favorites. And when he says that the finish line and finish line is probably the wrong term to say it, but the deadline is here to have the NCAA dead period, the recruiting dead period come to an end. I believe him when he reports it. So that's I'm looking forward to that, and that's good news for the BYU football program as they try and uh, eke out, uh, well, not eke out, but put together another solid recruiting class. Getting in-person evaluation is going to be a critical cog to that, despite it being one of the smaller classes BYU might have ever signed. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll get back to the BYU theme of things. Catch you up on everything you need to know as a BYU fan of other teams in action tonight. Uh, the Batcats, the BYU baseball program in action against the University of Utah. We'll touch on that and a lot more coming up in just moments. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way, folks, to bet on all of your sports action. NBA action ongoing, NHL, baseball underway, the Masters over this past weekend. You can bet on all of it. And if you like pop culture, they even cover award shows, TV shows, and reality TV if you'd like to place bets on that. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best place to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus upon your first deposit. You heard that right. Free money that you can get by using the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag. Folks, I want you to take advantage of this. A 50% welcome bonus. Go to betonline.ag. Take advantage of it now using that promo code locked on. It's all courtesy of Bet Online as they are your online sportsbook experts. All right, folks, next week, April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Michael Lombardi. Our local experts for every team will be making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the brand new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C odyssey.com or in the odyssey app all right folks let's catch you up as byu fans and everything you need to know as a cougar today let's start off with this BYU baseball has a huge showdown today against Utah in baseball. It's at Miller Field, so it's a home game for the Cougars. Looking forward to this. Both programs not off to the best starts this season. Both of them, I think, have sub-500 records. I know BYU does. Utah, I believe, also does. But looking forward to this matchup nonetheless because I think this is a fun one. It's in-state. There's rivalries between these players who played against each other in high school, etc. And looking forward to seeing the Cougars in action. That game, first pitch, is scheduled for tonight at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. It will be broadcast on BYU TV, if I'm not mistaken. Also, a radio call on the BYU Sports Network. Gregor Bell, I would assume, would be calling that. But if not, it'll be Jason Shepard on the call. And looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing how the Batcats do against the Utes tonight at Miller Park. Other news for you guys to know of. Congratulations to the BYU Cougarettes. They won their 20th national hip-hop title in uh, where was it in Florida over the weekend, the NDA and the National Cheerleaders Association celebrated two special anniversaries in Daytona Beach, Florida over the year over the past season. This year, 2021 marked the 40th anniversary of the Collegiate Dance and Cheer Championships, as well as 25 years of hosting the event in Daytona Beach. Well, BYU had as its first national championship under new head co-head coaches Stacy Bills and Morgan St. Pierre. They took over the helm of the program. Which 
when Jody Maxwell retired, I think just over a year ago. She led the Cougars to their first 19 national championships. But you know what? You can change head coaches, but nonetheless, you are still going to win national titles if you're a member of the Cougarettes. So congratulations to the Cougarettes. 20 national titles in a 40-year anniversary. Man, you've won half the national titles. That's pretty impressive for the Cougarettes. All right, a couple of the notes for you guys before we go here is that tickets to the Las Vegas Kickoff Classic featuring BYU and the University of Arizona at Allegiant Stadium on September 4th in Las Vegas will go on sale publicly via BYUtickets.com this Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. All Cougar Club members will receive an email this week with their codes for early access. Athletic Director Circle and Legacy members will have access on April 13th. And all other tiers of the Cougar Club will have access on April 14th. So if you're not a member of the Cougar Club, you're waiting until Friday till the public sale goes on on April 16th. Tickets will range in price from $55 to $175. Purchasing your tickets through BYU makes a difference. Please use BYUtickets.com to help support the BYU football program and get seats in the BYU section. That's because some of the money gets funneled off to BYU and helps the athletic department. So that's why you support BYU and buy it through them. I understand why some of you might go other routes, secondary market or straight through Allegiant Stadium and the Oakland Raiders, or not the Oakland Raiders. Wow, Las Vegas Raiders. That was a throwback, Jake. Way to screw that one up. But nonetheless... Looking forward to that. I am planning on being in Las Vegas covering that game and should be a fun one this September, kicking off the season in Sin City at the Death Star. I like to call it the Roomba. Allegiant Stadium, I'm not. I'm surprised that Roomba is not the sponsor of that stadium. Allegiant uh, Airlines got the sponsorship deal, but I still think they should be called Roomba Arena, Roomba Stadium, excuse me. But you know what? That's just kind of how it goes. All right, that's going to do it for this Tuesday edition of the podcast. Can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of this venture. Love talking talking with you guys every day about the Cougars. Hope you guys will join us again tomorrow when we talk about the 1898 Brigham Young Academy football program. Some interesting notes on this team that we'll talk about, and obviously we'll continue to keep you up to date on everything involving BYU sports. I am efforting still to get some of these former Cougars who are going to be going in the NFL draft in the next couple of weeks on the podcast, so stay tuned for that as well. But we will have you guys covered from every angle, no doubt about that. Alright, that's going to do it. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. This is been the Locked On Cougars podcast for April 13th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys manana.